No. No. <laughs> you know what? You're just like me. You want, you want to ask me that another way? You know what? I'll tell you the truth is I I, uh, I used to play golf all the time. I haven't played at all since I got to the National Hockey League and not dialed in. Our players are into it big time. I'm not. Hey, Coach, let me ask you uh, a lot of talk about this offseason. How would you characterize the last couple of weeks? The free agency period did not exactly go the way as, as uh, I'm sure you and Ken Holland had planned. No, but what I would tell you is no bad contracts. And so to me, that's a home run. It's is a silly season where we overpay everybody and then you end up with guys on your team that you paid too much and set you up bad economically. That doesn't help you either. Uh, did we target guys? Yes. Did they come this year? No. Uh, last year, we were fortunate to get Alfredson to come. Uh, this year, we had targeted a couple of D-men. That never happened. Uh, that's the parity in the league now. And, uh, you know, it, it's all part of the process. I, I'm real comfortable. We have a young group. We're getting better each and every day. Uh, I think we need to let our young people grow. What we did is we, we signed enough players to buy our kids some time at the minors. We have four D-men there that are going to play here eventually and probably be upgrades on our roster. How much time do they need? We don't know the answer. Hey, Coach, uh, I was going to ask that a little bit later on, but uh, so you are planning on bringing up this defenseman from the Grand Rapids organization? We're going to play the best players. So just like we did last year, you know, it's always a hard thing when a veteran who is on a one-way contract doesn't make the lineup, but that's life. We're committed to the growth of this team. Um, most franchises to get back on top have to get bad for 10 years. That's not our plan. We've scrounged to get in the playoffs the last two years in a row. I think did a real good job. We had a good run against Chicago. I didn't like us in the playoffs last year against Boston. But we like what we have coming, and we like our kids. So the biggest thing is not to rush them. We could really use some puck-moving D. Well, we just happen to have some puck-moving D in the minors, big guys who can skate. When are they ready? We're sure not going to rush them, but if they're capable of taking jobs, they're getting the jobs. Uh, Coach, what's the main thing that this team has to do this year that they didn't do last year to be successful? Is it just as easy as staying healthy? Well, that's a huge part of it. So we got to do a better uh, job as coaches, as strength and conditioning people, as medical people to keep our people on the ice. So that's a huge part. Uh, second thing I'd say to you is, is the work Datsuk's done with Mike Barwitz, the work uh, Zetterberg had done on back surgery. I just talked to Z the other day. He feels as good as he's felt since 08. Those things are fantastic for us. When you think of your best players, if you can have them healthy and playing, that really helps. But I still believe the growth and development of our kids is huge for us. And, and Jimmy Howard two years ago was a, a star for us. Last year wasn't as good as we expect Jimmy to be. Jimmy, I talked to him yesterday too. He's having a big summer getting ready. You know, when you're an athlete, you're proud. You want to play the way you're capable of. And sometimes when it doesn't go your way for whatever reason, you want to fight your way back. We need Howie to do that. But I think the biggest growth opportunity for us is in our back end. Our forwards, I like what we got going in the depth there, but our back end and our ability to get the puck and get it going in a hurry so we can be on offense quicker, that's a huge priority for our club. And, and so the best guys are going to play. So we're looking for growth in that area. Talking to Red Wings head coach Mike Babcock and, and coach, excuse me, you mentioned Mike Barwis. He's going to be on with us a little bit later on in the show, and he wanted me to tell you hi. So I'll get that out of the way now. Um, 
you you mentioned the best players are going to play, and I know you don't read all this stuff and you don't listen to a bunch of talking heads, but one of the biggest stories about the Red Wings that came out was when Ken Holland re-signed Dan Cleary. People went nuts around here. So I'll ask you, what does Dan Cleary bring to the team that people don't understand? Well, last year he didn't bring anything. and uh, But the year before, he was a key, key component leadership-wise, forechecking-wise, heavy on the puck-wise, uh, just being a heck of a player for us. So we we had a decision to make. We signed Dan to a great, what I consider a great contract. Uh, hardly any cap hit whatsoever. And But what we're betting on is he's training with Barwitz. Barwitz, uh, you can say anything you want. Mike Barwitz makes people that aren't supposed to ever walk again in their life walk. I think he's the best in the business, and he's been working with Dan Cleary just like he was with Pavel. They have a great therapy department there. Cleary's been traveling all over to get his knee uh, the way it should be. We've been told that his knees really come on. If he's on one leg like he was last year, he can't play on our team. If he's on two legs, he can help us win. Well, it certainly uh, sounds like we got the right guy coming on at eleven thirty in Mike Barwitz. That's for sure, uh, Coach. Let me ask you well, this: you can, is... ask, you can ask. Go you ahead, go... about our guys. You can ask him about Datsuk. Pavel uh, Datsuk went to him at the end of the year. Within no time, uh, they had his, his his butt wasn't firing, and uh, he had that worked out. And then he had his knee strengthened and ready to go, and he was bounding. Those are huge things for Mike Babcock. When I hear that. You can't make hurt athletes play at 100%. It's impossible. When you're injured, you're injured. And and so to get Pavel back and to get his legs firing again and get him under him, just the confidence that he'll have will be night and day. And, and, and this is no different for anybody. So Dan Cleary, is it going to happen for sure? No. Would we have wasted the money if he can't play? I guess. Is it a calculated decision and risk on our part? Yes. You know, the way I look at it, and I'm not trying to be hard on anyone on the outside, is this is what we do each and every day. And Ken Holland and I have been in the business a long time. We make lots of bad decisions, but we make way more good decisions. We're going off what we think is right, and we try to do the best thing for the Red Wings. Talking to Red Wings head coach Mike Babcock. And, Coach, i got to ask you, a couple of weeks ago when the free agency period uh, appeared to not go your way in getting some of these players, um some beat writers even approached this question with Ken Holland and said that maybe, just maybe, uh, some of these players do not want to come and play for the Detroit Red Wings because Mike Babcock is too hard on these players. How would you respond to that answer, or that question, I would say? Well, I'd, just, I'd phone Sidney Crosby and see if he liked playing, or Shea Weber, and if he liked playing, or those guys. Like, you know, I guess the other way to look at it would be maybe they don't want to come because Mike Babcock has a one-year contract. I was going to ask that next. I was going to follow up on that next. And You know what I mean? Like, the way I look at it here, if you don't want to be coached, don't come here. If you want to be pushed to be the best you can be, that's what we do here. Uh, you know what? The proof's in the pudding. Uh, like I, and the other thing I'd say to you is, is if they're concerned about that, then I should coach somewhere else. Well, I, I was going to follow up with that too, Coach. Uh, you know, you talked about this with your assistant coaches as well. Anytime you have good people around you and anytime you're good, there are other places that want you. 
if you decided that you no longer wanted to be with the Detroit Red Wings, there's going to be every other team in the National Hockey League that's calling Mike Babcock for his services. How long do you want to be here? Well, I, I like being here. I like the ownership. I like the commitment to winning. I like what we got going on. And my relationship with Ken Holland, I believe, is second to none. Is it rosy every day? No. Do we do we battle? Absolutely. And saying all that, though, is we have an understanding, and I think we work well together. So uh, I'm a big believer the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And yet this is, uh, you know, these are big decisions for people. But I'm sure confident things are all going to get worked out. Coach, uh, one last question. You, you talked about, you know, your coaching style and your intensity, and it sounds as if you're, you're, you don't plan on changing it for anybody. What, what's the motivating factor? Why is it that you come across that way? What motivates you to be so intense? Well, I don't know the answer to that question. I just do what I do. This is what I believe, is I believe I change drastically every year. Uh, and try to get better, and I hire people all the time. Nobody has has gone through more coaches than me with people moving on. And you, when you bring in new people, they help you get better and change. I work hard at getting better and evolving. Uh, am I warm and cuddly every day? I am with my family. I think uh, I care a lot about. I think I care a lot about my players. When you care about people, you make them do it right. When you don't, and there's lots of coaches that don't, then their teams don't do it right and they don't have success. So sometimes, you know, it's like in your business. You, you go to a meeting and no one talks about the white elephant in the room. You don't have a hard meeting and everyone leaves and talks behind each other's back. That doesn't happen with the Red Wings. We just have the hard meetings. We, we get it out front. Does it piss people off once in a while? Absolutely. But it also leads to behavioral change and getting things better. So, you know what? I'm not apologizing for that stuff at all. I, I I like to be treated honest. If Ken Holland's got something he wants Mike Babcock to do, when he tells me, I do it. If he doesn't tell me, I can't read his mind. Uh, that's kind of the way I look at it. Now, I think it's easy to stand on the sidelines and second-guess everything all the time. I think that's what you get paid to do. And the more controversy you can create in the media, the more they like you. And the more bloggers we have, the more controversy we have. But that's all part of sport. What I've found is that if the people in the hockey department make this decisions, we're employed. When we start looking for answers in the media, we'll be in the media pretty soon. Fair enough, Coach. Uh, you talked about making changes and how you do it every year. One change that you're going to be adding to the bench is uh, Tony Granato. What does he bring to the bench? Well, I just, uh, he's a hockey guy, lifetime of experience in the game, both as a player and then as a coach. You know, when I went to Olympic ring ceremony, uh, I had a ton of guys on my list. When I talked to Crosby and Kunitz about him, they recommended him highly. When I talked to Ray Shiro about him, he recommended him highly. He became the target for us. We, we feel real fortunate that he chose to come to our team, and we're excited about it. Uh, you know, he's going to help our penalty kill, and he's going to, the communication with the players should be good. He's a real good person, real good family man. He's going to make us better. Hey, Coach, I know you're not going to negotiate a contract in the media or on this program, but but you alluded to uh, earlier in the week that you're not going to negotiate during the season when the regular season starts, and maybe, just maybe, some free agents didn't want to come to Detroit. Why sign a five-year deal when they may only get one year under Mike Babcock? Uh, is that becoming a problem? How close are you and Ken Holland uh, from reaching a long-term deal? Well, 
Well, I, this is what I would tell you. Ken Hall's at the lake. Mike Babcock's at the lake. We, we're not talking about this one bit right now, and neither guy's concerned about it at all. Uh, we'll get together. Uh, I'm not too concerned about that. But, you know, during the year, and all I was trying to say was during the years for the players, it's about the players, it's about the team winning. It's not about negotiating contracts for me. Uh, we do that in the off season. I'm comfortable with what's going on. There's no issues here. Uh, it just gives you guys something to talk about. Well, Mike, we really appreciate the time here and uh, can't thank you enough for being as candid as you are. And that's one of the reasons why we like having you on. Hey guys, have a great day now. You All too. Right, enjoy you the too. lake. Coach. Enjoy the lake. I wish wish we were right there with them. No question about it.